so today's topic is <laughs> what the fuck does the divine feminine have to do with marriage? Or for that fact, actually more of a conscious marriages or coupling. And what it really has to do with is the roles that we think that we need to play. Are one of us, and I, I have played this game many a times with my, with my uh, twin flame and, and life partner, who I'm also married to, where essentially I have played into the role of what I saw was my karmic lineage with my mother and my grandmother, which was in some moments playing the victim or the martyr and the very feminine, dainty person, but then that was also masked with a lot of armor for being masculine, for being domineering, for wanting to take control of and over seasons of our relationship and marriage and to domineer. Because that's what I grew up with. That was the imprint that I had. And it took many years to be able to slowly peel away the armor for the mirage I had been living with. And in doing so, coming to the acceptance of, you know, I had come from a very strong, dominant background where my mother was the one who called the shots. And when my father would try to make things happen, that my mom would, you know, put up a wall. And he would have to come up against that all the time, always trying to fight one person always trying to dominate and domineer the other versus actually just working together. And it was because my mom was always trying to be the masculine one, the one who was taking control, the one who was creating. But what the mask is underneath that is actually the divine feminine because the divine feminine is to be in, in creation. The divine feminine is to step into our softness, but also be a lion and to be fierce and not to be scared to show that. And I think that oftentimes in relationships, it can become very sort of one dimensional when one person thinks that, okay, so I'm, I'm the person who does things. I'm the one who takes care of things. Um, I'm the person who is the, the growth police. Like, hey, how much are we growing? And I'm certainly guilty of that. And I, I battle that often in my reality. Uh, or I like to say the multiverse because we are all in this frequency together. Maybe at different variances. But I like to believe that we all have the ability and know that we all have the ability to tap into that freedom which comes with surrender. And the Divine Feminine to me has been something that has been something I have had to surrender to, especially in my relationship, because there has been many seasons where I would be the masculine one, the one who's stating the terms, what needs to be done, controlling, domineering, again, carrying out the karmic lineage of my mother and my grandmother and my great-grandmother and all the women before them, I ended up clearing this karmic record back to over six generations with the women in my family, realizing why it was such a strong, strong gene within me. And when I became present to the impact of that, which was a man who becomes more of a servant rather than a partner, I realized I had to let it go and I cut those cords and it's something that I constantly continue to work on. But 
In doing so, what it has done is opened up a new space for me to be more feminine, where I don't need to control so much, where my partner can be his masculine self, but that I can also be my soft self and that we can dance in the roles that come with that, which is mirroring because sometimes one of us needs to be feminine and it may not be me. And sometimes the other may need to be masculine and it may not be me. And we interchange in these roles. And what's beautiful to me, I'm going to continue this in the next uh, part of the segment, is how we always have a choice to surrender to what is, which is, again, the multi-year universe, which is inside of us. And this is a very exciting topic for me because it's something that I have long worked on and with and have had of recent and past months profound openings and So I want to continue the conversation around what I was speaking to prior, which was how my karmic lineage with the feminine in my family was really starting to impact my marriage. And to some of you, this, especially women or men, uh, this may be really triggering because it implicits that we have to really take a deep look at our families. It means that we have to become researchers and deep dive into what has been the karmic lineage that we come from. Understanding that wherever we are is exactly where we need to be. But sometimes where we are is part of of a product of where we came from. And sometimes when we feel lost or cannot discern where, where, or, or, why we are here, we have to really pause and look back deeply. For me, this took shape in looking at when I was having power struggles in my relationship and in my marriage and in certain arenas in my life, I had to really look back at where did this start? Where did this imprint come from that I couldn't really discern or understand quite quite clearly on my own? And when I really started to look, what I started to unburden and uncover was that My mother came from a mom who did not necessarily have a strong parental role in the, as a father, but she had a very dominant, domineering mother. And if we look back further than that, and my grandmother is a very dominant, dominant woman. Her second husband after her first husband passed was a very submissive man because she basically turned him into her I don't like to use the word slave, but I can't really think of anything other than that. Sort of her worker, not her lover or her partner or her mirror or twin flame. And when I look at my mother and my father, how I see that played out was that my father came from a household that was not that. My father came from a a family where there was very patterned and ingrained roles that was, there was a a mother and she did all the household, uh, familial caretaking, etc. And her husband was a Lutheran priest and he was a very masculine man and they had 11 children. So there was a lot of uh, masculine feminine at play that was very much played into. My father came from that. So when he met my mother, that he was up against an imprint that was completely unfamiliar to him. 
And even though he loved my mother until the end of his life dearly, there was tremendous struggles in their relationship that had to do with that past patterning and imprinting that came from their parents. Now, how, how that played out isn't necessarily important right now. But what did play out and what is important is that when I became present to these patterns and how I was playing out the masculine dominant uh, sort of role in my marriage, I started to get present to what was the impact. I was demasculizing, demasculizing, I can't even say that word, <laughs> demasculizing my, my partner who was otherwise masculine, but who's also courageous enough to show and share his feminine side. And in the process of us working through this for the past many years, especially, what has become really present to me is that I had this story, this narrative that in a relationship, uh, being the woman meant that I had to take care of everything. I had to create orders for how everything needed to be because no one else was fit. And that's how my mother approached her marriage in seasons of their life when that was what she felt she needed to do from her old programming. But for me, what's been beautiful about this is the softening that has happened for both myself and my partner in realizing what has been my patterning, having compassion for it. Also in having compassion and creating that space, being able to open up a new container for how we can recreate what roles mean and how essentially playing with the genderless in our marriage has created a much deeper intimacy through vulnerability. Because let's face it, true intimacy is vulnerability. And I look forward to 